0: Coming up, split stays at Walt Disney World. Welcome to the CWDW Near and Far podcast, where we explore perspectives of Walt Disney World from ten to a thousand miles away. I am Mike the Far in this equation. And I'm John, just the
1: right distance away.
0: <laughs> That's great. I love that. All right. John, how did your week in the parks go?
1: Yeah, it went alright. I, I didn't do a lot, but I did get to the parks a couple times and i just wanted to uh it, it, it's a pretty good explanation of how things are or a pretty good uh, summary of how things are going here in florida on monday i went to the magic kingdom and i was supposed to go with my wife and daughter but my wife ended up she had to work so i my daughter and i went and we got there we got there around five a little after five and You know, I I told her, if there's any ride you want to go on, you know, we'll at least pick one ride that we really want to ride and uh, go from there. Because, you know, with the lines on everything, if you don't wait for something, you're just not going to ride anything. So uh, her favorite and mine is Splash Mountain. So she's like, I think uh, when we were there, when we first got there, it said 90 minutes and then it dropped to 70 minutes and you know we were like ah it's probably under an hour in reality you know like let's that's it's worth it you gotta you know how many more times are you gonna ride splash mountain let's just do it so we did it and watching the lightning lane go through was just unbelievable and it ended up being 85 minutes mm. so it's actually even longer than what they say and and this has been happening to me a lot lately Because, you know, I think Splash is the kind of ride that tends to go down a lot. And it didn't go down when we were there. But anytime it did, the lightning lanes will probably just come back later. Or, you know, they'll have to play catch up or something like that. But anyway, we waited 85 minutes to ride Splash. And then when we finally got on it, the people in the boat with us were the people who seemed to not really like Disney all that much. And not that they don't like it. They just don't care. It's all a big joke to them. So they just talked loudly and made fun of everything on the ride the whole time. And I'm like, it made me think you guys definitely didn't wait 90 minutes to ride this like I did. Because you would just want to enjoy it after waiting all that time. If you walked right to the front with Lightning Lane, I guess you could make a joke of it. And just, you know... uh, talk talk loudly the whole time and make a joke of the whole thing but anyway it it, it it was fine a little disappointing because a lot of the stuff that i like to get when i do get on splash mountain is the weird like background music and stuff like that and it was very difficult to do because you know it, people just talked loudly and made fun of it the whole time so i but anyway but when we got off that all the lines were still very long, and my daughter was like, I don't feel like waiting for anything else. I'm pretty much done. <laughs> that one ride, just I, I've had enough. I and know that
0: feeling well.
1: I was like, all right, you know, I I, I I would have liked to have done at least one other thing. but So we walked back to the uh, Polynesian, and I got my uh, pulled pork Polynesian sandwich, which is great as always. But she wanted a Dole Whip. And uh, the, the pineapple and I was such a long line. Like, I couldn't believe the line. Like, you, you couldn't even, when we left, you couldn't even get into the door. It, it blocked the whole thing. But anyway, she got lucky and got, you know, close enough to the front before it got that built up. And so I ended up getting a uh, Dole Whip, which I typically don't do because they drip on my hands every darn time and it just makes me so angry i'm like i'm never getting this again i don't want it all all over my hands and clothes and just dripping all over me but anyway the people in front of me um they got they got theirs they got their dole whip in a taller glass like the kind that i think that they put the the uh, float in and so i said can i do that too and i it was perfect then i'm like man i wish. I wish I would have saw somebody do that before because, you know, I'm no Dole Whip expert, but I do like them a lot. I just, I don't like the mess of them because they give you a very generous serving in this teeny little cup that just drips down the edges and I just, it just drives me nuts. So anyway, a Dole Whip in a Dole Whip float cup means no mess and you don't have to be in a big hurry to get it before it melts and watch out for the, and so... I may start getting Dole whips again on more a more consistent basis because it mm. was
0: great like that that's a great tip for everyone too
1: yeah yeah I know I know I never thought of it but so anyway yeah we went all the way to the magic kingdom and by the time we got off one ride we were just kind of burnt out like yeah it's just it's and in and, and you, you yeah by the time we got back you know it was like by the time we got back to uh it was like 8:30 by the time we got back to the Polynesian there. So I mean, three and a half hours. All you can do is just do one ride and leave, and it's like that's about it. And I I mention this because as a local, it's very di- disappointing because my daughter was reminding me, you know, just before before the parks closed down, we could get three fast passes for our short trips, and we could ride a minimum of three good rides at any given time and really enjoy our short visits and at most parks short visits are no longer enjoyable they're not really enjoyable at the magic kingdom they might be once but you can only go on tiki room and uh carousel of progress so many times so it isn't like oh i do that twice a week it's like now nah, you do it once and you don't want to do that for at least a little while so your other option is wait a long time for stuff and so basically hollywood studios is extremely broken magic kingdom is broken animal kingdom in later in the evening still seems to be doable like everybody leaves there you know well before it closes and so that worked out great when we went animal kingdom was not bad and uh Epcot is still doable even though it's nothing but construction. The rides a lot of the rides are so crappy that there's still not a line on them. So you can still ride, you know, Nemo, Figment, that kind of thing. And nobody likes living with the land, which I'm 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 sad, but I'm glad because I still think it's great. So that's a nice ride to go on. Spaceship Earth is usually doable at, you know, odd times throughout the evening, so I feel like Epcot is one of the last parks that you could just go to for a few hours, ride a couple of rides, see some good stuff. Um, and I just wanted to mention that, that, that it really solidified a trip to the Magic Kingdom is pretty much reduced to waiting in line and traveling to and from there. There's really not a lot else to it. It's uh, The fun parts are gone and it's by design I guess they don't they don't want pass holders to even want to go so they they did a great job in making pass holders feel unwelcome and just not you know and 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 again I thought to myself if I'd be willing to pay $15 what would that have changed and the answer is nothing because they sell them at seven o'clock in the morning I didn't get there till five o'clock in the afternoon i might be able to buy it at seven in the morning and and get maybe one or two maybe like maybe i'll have to try that sometime but again it just seems weird that the the uh the lightning lane isn't really designed for me either because it's it's designed to use all day and from what i understand people that use it all day might only get two or three rides out of it so
0: that disney posted that.
1: I'd probably be lucky to get one ride if I'm doing it because you have to use the ride before you get the next one. So if I'm not going to get there till five, then my lightning lane is useless. The rest of like, I just pay for one ride, I guess. So I don't
0: know. Disney posted that themselves on their website, that lightning, you know, that genie only gives on average, like two or three rides a day.
1: Well, anyway, I, I was happy to ride splash mountain and, uh, you know anytime i can ride that with my family especially is just nice you know because who knows how, how long until they ruin that but anyway we left and then on uh, on thursday we decided to go to universal and part of the reason was uh, you know i was so disappointed in disney and how terrible the it it was to go all the way there to ride one ride and just wait for 85 minutes in a line it, it it was a very unpleasant so i was like you know i didn't even i didn't really want to go back there again i'm like well what am i going to do there i don't want to drive all that way to just stand in a gigantic line and then just be tired from that line and then that's it so we went to universal and we uh we went on et which is always awesome um we went on Men in Black Alien Attack and i have to say it is weird seeing Will Smith now i hate to say it but he kind of <laughs> he kind of ruined it for himself like he was known yeah. as just like the nicest guy ever now to have that image of him in his head like right. swearing and yelling at people is not good but anyway it, it's still a good ride though i is i a liked great ride. it so we went on Men in Black Alien Attack uh, we got some beignets from uh Uh, mardi gras and even though my wife didn't want to we went on jimmy fallon because i still think it's good she's like i'm not a fan of jimmy fallon it's like i'm not either i've never seen his show in my life but the ride's still fun he seems like a nice enough guy it's like i'm not (laughs) i I, just because you don't watch his show doesn't mean you don't go on the ride
0: that studio too, like the walk-up queue and everything, is pretty fun, like pretty neat. Oh yeah, just,
1: I have you know, to tell you, that's I like what it. I said. I said I have been to Rockefeller Center in New York, and they capture the feel of it so well that you know it's it's as close as I need to get to New York. You know, it's 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 nice just to go on it for that too. It has a New York vibe to it, and mm-hmm. again. that's as much as i need to do right now as far as new york goes so (laughs) it's satisfying right so yeah i actually enjoyed that so but anyway we did that and and that was it for that one but again universal was so much nicer because we actually have front of the line after four and the park just wasn't that crowded like i said a couple weeks ago when i went we got on Velocicoaster in like twenty some minutes because they don't offer any kind of express for it. It's 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 simply the line, so it just works so well. And and uh, you know I saw a couple things this week on how large Epic Universe is going to be and how they could technically turn it into two more parks and this and that. And I'm like, it made me happy that I uh, kind of evened out my distance to both, you know, because I, I uh, you know a. 2019 i would have preferred disney any day of the week the new disney i i it's just uh, i don't know that it's made for locals at all so i just i still love it but i'm kind of glad that i'm it'll be quicker for me to get to the universal parks you know i don't regret that at this point yeah and, I, that's, I, that's it for my trips week
0: all right that's uh some interesting information there and i think it's very true like if you listen to other podcasts in this genre it's uh you know it's not good times for locals for pass holders right now when it comes to disney like you said the uh the genie has really messed things up uh even with the crowds without genie and it was the old fast pass system you still were able to get on you know three rides with a fast pass right
1: oh yeah i did it all the time yeah. i do, and again it's not because it wasn't crowded sometimes you didn't get the best rides because they'd be gone but sometimes you did and like i said it was amazing how they had that thing working yeah so i don't know how they did it but it worked
0: yeah, so now basically they're kind of calling Genie the replacement for Fastpass a paid replacement. And if you use that paid replacement, according to Disney's own information, you're not even going to get what you used to get on the free system. Yeah. So you're paying for less. And I just, uh, it's just mind boggling. I just don't
1: understand it. Well, I, I saw a lot of, like I said, on Splash Mountain, that line never stopped. So I don't know, um, you know, it, it's uh, there was people paying for it, that's for sure. So and again, I uh, I don't know how well it'll work long term, but I don't I don't know that Disney even thinks about long term anymore. You know, like they're they're kind of short term people at this point because it, it, it's weird. I got I, I even got a, a message from a guy um, on my Instagram this week said he hasn't been there since 2019 and he said it sure has changed a lot and i was like yeah it has and he basically said not for the better he said he was talking to a uh a cast member and he said he saw they had a pentagram behind their ear <laughs> a pentagram tattoo and he said nothing says disney like a satanic uh, oh, tattoo boy. behind your ear and you know i just laughed i'm like yeah then, what are you gonna do but That is that that that's not me talking. I don't care what kind of pentagrams you have on your face, but I just thought that 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 was funny because that's what he got out of it. Like a guy who hasn't been there since 2019 visited, and he told me it felt like a carnival, and that he couldn't believe that a pentagram is visible to (laughs) guests. And it's like, well, (laughs) welcome to the new Disney. You know, what are you gonna do? And again, yeah, I I know Walt would not that because you know he uh, he wanted you to forget the real world and people people's tattoos are definitely the real world. That's very well, funny. that
0: was that was kind of and and me. Don't get me wrong, I have tattoos and um, uh, I they're not visible uh, to most people, but you know they're like up on my arm a little further, but and and one on my back. But I would never dream of going to work there without covering it and that's just me and i'm i'm all for people being comfortable in their skin and their cells but you're right my biggest issue with that policy initially and again this is only my opinion uh was that exactly what you said walt was talking immersion all the time like he didn't maybe say immersion but he wanted people to believe that they were being transported away from the real world and uh, that was always my problem with uh, you know that policy when it changed and so on and so
1: forth although um, i have to say that it looked kind of natural at rock and roller coaster you know what i mean like you have like it's a good record, point exact record people and this and that it's like look kind of normal there. Like when I saw, I, I don't really even notice it myself, but I'm one of those weirdos that doesn't really look too close at anybody. I mind my own business. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: so I really don't see it a lot anyway. And personally, I don't really care. But again, I just thought it was an interesting comment that one of my followers made to me on on my uh, instagram because i would not even have noticed the tattoo behind somebody's ear because i don't like i said i don't look that closely at people
0: yeah well it it just goes to show you um how some of these new things play to middle america you know what i mean and uh, that is something that disney needs to consider because a great number of their guests come from middle america um, always have it's supposed to be a family uh, friendly company and when you say family friendly that's basically code for middle america to be honest with you so
1: Well, will so, say yeah, i do think that they're starting to finally make some enemies because i saw on uh, i i i know a lot of uh, travel agents and i've heard a lot of murmurs of trip cancellations lately
0: yeah so. yeah I, i've heard that on social media and actually some other you know some other uh whisperings myself so
1: obviously you're going so
0: yeah
1: you fully support everything i i fully support yes i i
0: I take a lot of heat here at appalachia for going to disney
1: (laughs) yeah to say but that's because people who aren't crazy political are not gonna are gonna try their hardest to not allow things like that to affect your vacations
0: yeah and that's although
1: i i'd have to say that if i were in pennsylvania i probably would be going less you know probably but in reality maybe not who knows i'd like to think that
0: well, I'll tell you what happened with us and, and, you know, this kind of goes in with the park visits cause I got another one coming up, but, uh, you know, we got those annual passes for the 50th anniversary, just my wife and I to take a couple trips here and there and we've already got the annual pass. They paid for themselves. So we're taking one more trip. We might squeeze another one in the fall. I don't know. We'll see, but we're taking one more trip, uh, on, you know, the end of may <clears throat> and, um, taking our little girls down, you know, and it'll be the last time we go back there as any part of the family. And, and, you know, as, as a bigger group, it'll probably be the last time I drive down to Disney for a good while. And, um, you know, it's just, it's not really the, uh, the political stuff or the cultural stuff, but it's the money thing it's the expense now that goes into uh going there and getting annual passes and all that stuff i just think like they're they're pricing me out you know um and that's part of it so as an aside to that we're Uh, Like Groupon just had a deal that they showed for Universal ticket and um, not only Groupon, but Universal itself has some awesome hotel bundles. And so we are actually considering taking the family down later in the summer and er or early fall to Universal for a week as a Universal trip you know, and only a Universal trip. And I could see that, especially when Epic Universe opens, I could see that happening more often.
1: Uh, I, I Epic Universe just sounds so good. So I'm...
0: I just <coughs> think Universal is a better value right now. It's a better deal. Oh. It's They handle crowds better and, uh, you know.
1: Well, just think, it's only a few more years it's literally going to open. So that's crazy that they're that fast, too. Oh. And from what I saw, Epic Universe is already bigger than the other two parks combined and they could even make it twice as big as that so they're they literally could turn into a four park resort very similar to another four park resort and again uh, you know by that time who knows what will happen exactly but if i know disney they're gonna they're gonna concentrate on ruining their most beloved rides Mm -hmm. instead of making anything new so you know universal has a real shot of closing some distance there so yeah i
0: and definitely as far as locals go i think obviously that's probably got to be a favorite there was just an article the other day that um i saw where um it said it mentioned how universal was quickly becoming the favorite park for uh, locals down there right now so
1: well i can tell you based on my experiences this week that could tell you a lot about why though too because yeah I could stand for 85 minutes after work at uh, at Disney <laughs> or I could go to Universal and ride a few rides and still get home an hour before I did at Disney. It's like, wow. Yeah. I kind of would lean towards the, uh, you know, obviously it's not as big and there's not as much to do. But they're working on that in a big way. So, Well, Epic
0: Universe looks to me almost like a castle park. So, you know, let's face it. They're going to have, if it's a two-day park, much like Magic Kingdom pretty much is a two-day park. I mean, they that's a big advantage for them. So, um, for that park. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. I can't wait. All right, John. Uh, let's talk about Split Stays. The reason why I'd like to talk about that today is on our trip in may just the way that the deals worked out and that this trip is working out we're going to be doing a crazy amount of split stays on our vacation we wanted to try and find really good deals um in dvc hotels and try a couple new hotels plus we wanted to hit a couple old favorites and we're bringing our little daughters so basically our our itinerary is going to be We're going to stay at saratoga springs for two nights which is the a first for us and again these were bought on the secondary market the secondary dvc markets and they were such good deals because people are dumping uh single night stays around the holiday around memorial day so we we have the two nights at saratoga springs then we're going to move over to animal kingdom for a night and then we're going to move to old key west for a night um and then we're gonna uh stay at art of animation for a night that is our first day at art of animation we've stayed at pop century many times but art of animation is new we were never able to get a good deal on an art of animation hotel room but um, we're able to get uh, a little mermaid standard room and uh, uh, for a pretty good price, it's really close to what Pop Century's price is uh, for that room, which is, for us, it's a good deal because it's rare one of those come up. And, uh, and then we're going to finish out our vacation at Beach Club for two nights, which I know it sounds like a crazy amount of split stays because it is. But um, we, we just wanted to try some things. We wanted to hit some bucket list items, uh, one of them being uh, mainly the Beach Club, you know, and be over in that boardwalk area. And, uh, and we got some really good deals on um, hotel rooms. But we had to break up the stays like that in order to get those deals. Um, just because, like, longer period deals, longer period stays were too expensive. So, all told, if you take out the Art of Animation and you just have those deluxe resort hotels that I mentioned, as the DVC resort hotels, that is um, five total nights uh, well, it's, is it five total nights, two, three, I think it's six nights. Yeah. Six nights, $1,200, $1,200 for six nights in, uh, in those DVC rooms is about what our deal was. Now that's impossible typically to get. If it was a regular price, it would be over twice that much. So, but that's the deal that we, we were able to get that deal because of, um, you know taking those single days and you know maximizing uh the amount so um deluxe resort hotels we get the benefits of uh on on wednesday magic kingdom has two extra hours after that the resort clo- or after the park closes and on monday epcot the same thing
1: yeah definitely take advantage of that i heard that that works Actually, I think I heard from you that it works yeah. very well. It does. It so, does. yeah, that's we uh, did
0: that at Magic Kingdom the last time when we stayed at Old Key West, and uh, it's definitely something you take advantage of if you can get a good deal in the secondary market for DVC. So, yeah, so okay. I've never done a split stay like that, John. Have you ever done done that on property?
1: I have done split stays, but. Nothing like that. I mean, I typically would do a split stay as when I was a DVC member. I would stay, if I got there on like a Saturday, I, I would stay at Pop Century and for maybe Saturday night and then move over to the DVC resort on Monday because it's less points. So in trying to conserve points, I would do things like that. Um, I would say that there's a pluses and minuses to doing it. Um, Looking on the positive side, I mean you get to see a lot of cool resorts and if if Disney's very crowded, that could be the highlight of your stay that you get to see Saratoga, you get to, st- to see the Beach Club, you get to stay at all these places. Uh the downside I would say is you have to check in and out, but maybe just incorporate that into your midday break every day, you know, like Yeah. Uh, you know, get to the park at opening and then come back early and, you know, check into your next hotel or something. Are you going to have a car with you? Yes. Yeah. Ah, well, I would say uh, uh, just drive to the, put your luggage back in the car in the morning on your checkout day. And uh, then all you got to do is during your midday break or afternoon break or whatever, go check into your new hotel. You know, like it should. I don't I don't think there's anything special you really have to do, you know, like I'm pretty sure you don't have to like go down to the front desk and check out and stuff like you used to. I think you can just have kind of take your automatic one where just check the bill and be like sounds good and that's it. So Yeah. But I, I yeah, so and the only other thing that I could say if I were doing it, I would try to plan all my park days around where I'm staying because of the diverse amount of places you're staying you know like the animal kingdom is so close to the animal kingdom lodge that why not you know go at least you know visit that or um definitely beach club and epcot go hand in hand so that's that's one of those things that i would really really uh advise to watch harmonious on those nights even though i don't even like harmonious if I were staying at the beach club, I would still watch it because it's right there. You know, just walk right o- walk right over when you're done. <clears throat> but so yeah, it's it's interesting. I've never stayed that many places, and uh, <coughs> it sure works good for your uh, uh, checklist too of hotels you stayed at. Yeah, it you sure get, does. Check a heck a of lot off a heck a lot of, of a lot of them off in one trip.
0: Yeah yeah it's uh that's that's the cool thing like three new hotels that we we get to stay at and the thing is like going forward if we were to stay at uh DVC again and we were going to go on the secondary market for it this gives us at least two more that we can kind of look at I think what's going to happen for for me I can you know roll with the punches but i think my wife is going to be really spoiled with that beach club being that close to epcot epcot as you kind of mentioned earlier it should probably vault up the list of a lot of people as far as favorite parks because of the new conditions at disney and definitely for her and i um i never thought i'd be a fan of the whole epcot festival thing but i really am i I really am i really like the festivals a lot particularly the arts fest i really like that a lot uh but really all the festivals maybe the festival the holidays a little less but um as far as the other festivals i I really like them uh my wife likes them we we just enjoy going to them so staying that close to epcot i think she's going to be spoiled she's going to want to stay at the boardwalk and beach club and all the yachts the yacht club all those places you know
1: yeah I, i have to say i think beach club was one of my favorite places when i stayed there so and I don't know if they still have them, but I, I, at the quick service slash gift shop that they have there, I I I I remember they used to have melts there when I would vacation, and man, the the turkey melt and the ham and cheese melt just so good. Like, oh. I don't know why it just seemed like something you didn't get a lot at Disney World. You know, it's still greasy and unhealthy, but. <laughs> yeah. It's not a burger and chicken nuggets, you know. That's like, true. It just, it just was refreshing.
0: Well, they also have the uh, Beaches and Cream ice cream shop there, too. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, I haven't been there in years.
0: I've never been there yet. I've seen well, a lot of videos but haven't been there yet.
1: And just remember, too, if you can't get in, they do have a window at least to get oh, the cool. ice cream and sit out by the pool. So, yeah. But, oh, yeah, I, I was going to say, when you go there, you really, really, really need to uh, – spend some time at the pool, you know, give yeah. it a shot. It's supposed to, I mean, I've been there before and I didn't think it's the greatest thing ever. Like everybody said, but it is nice, you know, sand bottom pool. Uh, they call it a lazy river, but it's actually a pretty strong current going around there. And, um, so it's, it's a, you definitely want to spend at least a little bit of time in that pool at some point. So I would, uh, hmm. uh, Leave your bathing suits out maybe when you check in because they might say, oh, your room's not ready till three. But hey, you're officially checked in. You can go out to the pool.
0: Oh, and, cool. So i forgot that that's considered one of the best pools on property i i remember hearing that before and just didn't even think of that so that's a great tip that's such a such i'm so glad we were able to get that because uh with the kids and everything you know they're gonna love that they have that ship nearby too don't they have
1: a ship oh something? yeah that's like, a water slide that goes uh from oh, the from cool. the, the old like pirate ship water slide that goes down and yeah kids love that too so what I was gonna say is whatever your park plans for that day, the kids are probably gonna rather stay at the resort and play and do stuff. And well, see.
0: that'll that'll be our second Epcot day, so that'll be okay. We'll be able to, you know, get some stuff in.
1: Yeah. Or they might say, let's go to let's go to Hollywood Studios and wait in lines. <laughs> we want to no, wait all day long no. We can't wait No well, way. I, I think they'd rather play at the slide probably. So. probably. Well I mean fortunately
0: I, I think the thing Fortunately or unfortunately depending on how you look at it I think the thing that will help us is That we're going to end up with the DAS pass you know because of the um, both Both of these girls Have cognitive disabilities That really make it difficult To wait in line with them And uh, and and so we're probably going to end up taking advantage of that.
1: Yeah, I forgot about that. So yeah, that's yeah. That is a uh, that definitely will make it a little easier for for the odd stuff. Right. Yeah.
0: So um, but did you uh get people to? I mean, did you get bell services to move your luggage for you, or did you just throw them in your car? Like, how did that work?
1: Um. Yeah, I probably, back then, I probably did it myself, but the older I got, the more I did start to use Bell services. Like, when I was younger, I never used anybody for anything. I'd be like, yeah, I got it. I'll just drag everything, and, you know, uh, that that was always my thing. I, I remember walking across the Pop Century parking lot in August. And I had a bunch of bags, because I'm taking all my bags (laughs) from there by myself. And I just stopped in the middle of the parking lot, and and the whole world was wavy. And I'm like, man, I feel like I'm going to fall over from the heat.
0: Yeah, I've done (laughs) that in August, too. And I take
1: a deep breath, and I keep moving, and I'm like, ah. But as I get older, though, I started like, oh, I'll just just give a tip to Bell's Services and have them bring it up to the room. I'm like, wow, what a difference, you know? But when I was younger, I'd always be like, ah, I got
0: Well, I know they have that as a service, you know. They'll move uh, your luggage between the hotels on a split stay.
1: Well, that Um, I don't know. are are, are you sure they still do that i feel like that's something they did and might have stopped for a while and maybe it started They, they
0: did i think they stopped it um for a little while they started it up again um they do it but they don't do perishable items so your food or anything like that they won't take now for us i'm fully planning on uh probably you know depending on where we stay now depending on where we stay in the resorts themselves so you know as well as i do that um, you know depending on where you're at in a resort like pop century or like art of animation you could be clear out in the wilderness there in a building or you know same with uh, old key west old key west is a really large uh resort so you could be at the very back end and you know that might be right but the the good thing about um uh old key west is that your parking area is always right there near your room so i I probably won't use bell services in those cases uh where i can park close to the room but i don't know that uh art of animation i may do that and given that art animation is so close to uh, the beach club i don't think bell services getting uh getting uh, luggage to the beach club will take that long and will be that big of a deal for them so I'm considering that
1: one of my recommendations to you. And I don't even know if it's possible because this is the kind of thing that people always say it. But in reality, it just does not work. Uh, but I would say pack light if you can.
0: I was thinking that I w- was actually saying to to my wife, um, you know, we could all share a bag for each resort. Like just bring along the amount of bags that we're doing. We'll have one bag that has, you know, the necessities like, you know, your, your pills or whatever, you know, and things like that or, and, and bath things and all those types of things that you take along, um, you know, that we all share, but then we can also like, you know, pack like all the girls and, and there's only four of us, so we could pack light and do that. You know, it's not going to be a problem. So I, I think, Given the fact that we're in a car, I think that's probably how we'll do it. We'll just be very strategic about how we pack. Um, for, For some people, when you're switching to resorts like you did, that's probably not as much an option, but the fact that we could just pick out and organize and plan very well before our trip you know this bag is the you know art of animation bag this bag's a beach club bag things like that you know we might be able to do that and I, I think that's kind of the strategy that we're going with or we're starting to work with anyhow so
1: yeah well like i said I, that's the kind of thing that i always think and then i'm like how the heck did my stuff uh, how did i get this much stuff in here you know yeah. so,
0: like... yeah. I'm, I'm similar in that way uh, you you brought up a really good point. You said um, plan your park day strategically with the hotels that you're staying at, and in particular, you said about Epcot at the Beach Club and Animal Kingdom at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And we are actually doing that. That is exactly. I've already planned those days out. Um, I, I am doing that. We're a little iffy on uh, on one of the days as to how we're going to plan it because um, there's some other things going on. For example, we we have I have one dinner reservation or one breakfast reservation and that is for ohana at the polynesian i've never ate there and i think we talked about that the last time uh i went on a trip down there where um i was able to go what's the other uh restaurant there Uh, the
1: Uh, kona cafe
0: kona we went to kona but we haven't um been able to uh, go to ohana and there happened to be a reservation uh on saturday uh for for ohana so we're we're going to do that we're going to take the kids there and do that they've never been to the polynesians so you know uh,
1: yeah I, I i i've eaten at ohana once and uh yeah from what i remember it was really good um this the they have a special i think we talked about it before the juice that they have that yeah the, is is really good it's just a mixture of all kinds of juices but yeah. But, yeah, they also will give that to you there, too. So, mm-hmm. Although, my only thing is, and this is the, <clears throat> the thrifty part of me, is saying... Those little kids are not going to eat their food. <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> they're, they're going to eat like a nickel worth. Yes, a nickel's right. worth of food, right. and they're going to be like that'll be forty dollars. Well, I'll, wow. I'll
0: tell you, the thrifty part of me—that's—that's that's why I planned a breakfast instead of a lunch. And they, how they serve it now—it uh, used to be a buffet, wasn't it? it it's a family it service. It was always man.
1: family when I went. It
0: was. Pretty okay.
1: sure that—that's how it was. I—I I can't say for you know. I went there once and. It was family style.
0: So that's what they're doing now. And they'll bring out a skillet, maybe two skillets. And then we just all, you know, eat family style from those skillets. And, uh, yeah, these, these little girls, they're not going to eat much. But,
1: uh, uh, maybe you could, uh, Line your wife's purse with a plastic bag and <laughs> fill it with... We're <laughs> late <snack> <laughs> That's a resort later. That's a good point.
0: Well, we are staying at DVC Resort, so there's definitely going to be a microwave there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So uh, I, I think it's going to be an interesting adventure for us. Um, I was just you know i just wanted to discuss it because i i know that you've had uh, a lot of experience with dvc and i know that you stayed uh you know at pop century a lot in between your trips and and all that so um
1: well i'd have to say after first hearing about it my first thought was oh this guy's crazy but (laughs) the more we discuss it the more fun it sounds and a lot of that is because when you go to Disney as many times as we have, it's not just about going to the park and getting there and riding the rides again and again. It's like the rides are great. You do want to ride them. But the resort itself sounds like the focus of this particular trip,
0: which That's right.
1: yeah. I'm excited to hear when you get back as to how you guys think that worked out. because. Even, who knows? Maybe you'll start a new trend. Everyone will start saying, "Let's get a different hotel every night." Who cares yeah. about that park stuff? You know? That's-
0: well, it's inspired kind of by um, when we went there for the 50th anniversary, and we did all those parks. You know, mm-hmm. we we did four parks in the on the 50th anniversary day, October 1st, and we were able to do that um yeah we were exhausted afterwards but heck october 2nd we went back in the parks and we were able to you know get a get a complete day at the magic kingdom so i thought okay this is gonna be a little difficult sure and it's it's interesting uh crazy and all those things but uh it's an adventure like you said a new adventure that's uh that's how we're looking at it
1: yeah it really does feel like a completely new thing to do at uh disney instead of just you know you're staying at pop again and going to the parks it's like well you're staying at lots of places and that will be the uh, primary thing that impacts the that your whole trip so just very interesting and the fact that you actually got a good deal out of it too like i would think doing that you'd Pay even more money somehow, but no, yeah.
0: no. It's uh, like I said. It's uh, just because people are trying to dump those single days, you know, or those two nights, because and and they're very hard to get, you know, pre-planned days dumped like that. It's just basically people at the end of their points calendar, you know, trying to uh, trying to squeeze some some dollars out. All right, John. Uh, do you have anything else to add? To, um, Any other experiences you had from split stays?
1: Uh, Yeah, probably. Like I said, I haven't vacationed in so long that I don't really remember that well. But, you know, I, I do remember it is a little bit inconvenient because you have to, you know, move all your stuff. But since you have so much of it going on. I think I think you could overcome that by planning, you know. I feel like a lot of times when I did it, although it does sound familiar though too, like we'd bring a smaller bag for the first night and not even take the other bags out or something. So I feel like I've done that before too. But so, yeah. but yeah, I, I'm I'm excited to hear how it works out. And like I said, if, if I was if I were still vacationing. I think I would be like, I want to do that, too. That sounds like an awesome idea to just go to all those resorts in one trip.
0: Yeah, I mean, the disadvantage, of course, is that you can't get settled in one resort. You know, I mean, you kind of like going back to, you know, a resort. After a while, it might feel like home, particularly if you're a DVC uh, owner you know, you have a home resort. Like for you, it was Animal Kingdom Lodge, right? And yep. so it kind of felt like home when you came back. And they even pushed that concept. But um, for us, we don't own DVC. We're just renting it on the secondary market. So and and honestly, maybe this is something that in the future we just look at and say, wow, we really like that resort. We're going to go back to it. I mean, obviously we're going back to Old Key West and uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge. So we we do like those resorts. Um, I imagine after staying at the beach club, it might change, <laughs> you know, there, there might be a priority for that in the future. Cause I really think we're going to love it.
1: Well, for me, yeah, the beach club was always one of my favorites. And a big part of that for me is Epcot and even Hollywood studios. You can just walk over or take the French. So it's just, yeah. it's just a nice thing to not have to, uh, not be caught up in crowds at the end of any nights
0: all right john so i know this was a little bit shorter episode uh, as everyone can probably hear my voice is really shot and just dealing with a cold and john was dealing with allergies <laughs> last couple weeks so as soon as john gets over his allergies of course i got a cold you know go figure that's why I sounds so weird but uh john how would your social media go for the week?
1: Well, I got a big surprise for my social media. My best friend, Mark Zuckerberg, decided <laughs> <laughs> that he loves us all so much that he's going to uh, uh, give us a little encouragement for our bonuses. And the, the main thing I want to talk about is my bonus. Uh, you know, I talk about that every week, the Reels bonuses – it, from what i heard it's gonna keep going through 2022 and I'm like wow that is really spectacular news and it was spectacular but I noticed that uh you know i i uh, i got re-upped for my next bonus and I was like wow it was actually quick this time they didn't have a few days of limbo i was like they're getting they're finally getting on on the ball with this but i noticed after a couple days i'm like my my bonus went to like a hundred dollars. And then it didn't go anywhere and then like in like another day or two it went up like two dollars and i'm like that is so weird like normally you know i'm i'm doing great with my stuff well the uh, bonus plays range is up it used to be up to 8.5 million views like that if i could get eight and a half million views i would get eighty five hundred dollars like that's that's a lot of money well they changed the 8.5 million to 84 million. Oh my gosh! Jeez. And so I'm gonna—I—I I not I, I know our viewers can't say it. See, you—you you probably can't even see. There's I a little bit it. of little bit of uh, stuff there. Basically, I think like the most I've ever had is like two or three million views in 30 days. So now that's probably gonna get me, you know. Uh, 150 bucks or something if i'm lucky so they upped what what you need to get by 10 times over and what that does is it reduces your bonus by 10 times less Oh (laughs) oh so you can imagine my disappointment when i saw that i was like well i guess that's over you know And again, I'll still make like a 100 bucks or whatever, and I'll gladly take it, and that's good. But you would think they'd ease into that or something, you know? Like, even if they doubled it, I'd be like, wow, that is a big up. But, well, at least I got a shot. I have been growing. I've been trying hard. I put a lot of uh, focus into this thing, and I've I've been growing my views and pushing it and pushing it. And I thought I, I was getting pretty good at it, and now it's like, I honestly cannot spend the amount of time that I have been doing this stuff for 100 bucks a month. I have, it, it It impacts my normal job, even though I'd like to say it doesn't, but it does. It's like, oh, I gotta post a new reel. It's like, whoa if only my bosses could see me, they'd be like, fire this guy. He's been looking at his phone for 40 minutes, making reels, he's not working. And my secondary job too, it literally impacts all that stuff because i spent a lot of time making reels and again i am still making reels but i don't really care as much now because if if uh, uh, 84 if i was getting 84 million views in 30 days i wouldn't need anything from instagram because people would be paying me to push their stuff and whatnot i mean i don't think celebrities are getting 84 million views on their stuff no. in 30 days so I guess my only hope is that they realize how ridiculous this is and it falls off a lot because if the, if this were somebody's like full-time job or they convinced people to come over from, from, from uh, TikTok, which is what they were trying to do because they can make more money on Reels, all of a sudden dividing it or reducing it 10 times over, I think they're going to go back to TikTok and say, you know, I don't trust you. That's it. So we'll see what happens. But... Again, I knew it wouldn't last forever, but I thought they might ease into upping it and not just go right from 8 million to 80 million. I mean, holy oh, moly, yeah. that's not even, that's pretty much just smacking you in the face saying your bonus is gone. It's like you might as well just take it off at that point. So, and again, I thought it was a mistake at first. I actually sent them a message and said, I think, I think you, you mistakenly missed a, decimal place or something in here no they didn't respond because it wasn't a mistake i i looked online and found other people and it's my they did it to my daughter um my universal account let's see what that that used to be 1.2 million views was my goal and i think the most i ever got was maybe like half a million was you know and now it went to 11 million views i need for that and here's the thing too some of my reels have gotten millions of views but never under my account that's only if somebody else takes it they can get millions and so as i said before instagram controls exactly how successful you are on here they don't even let your followers see your reels like there's a good chance That most of my followers don't see most of my stuff because they decide who's gonna see what and why. And so again, to say that I need to get 84 million views to get a good bonus is very insulting when you control the views. So basically, you took you they took the bonus away. It's not about well if I try harder. It's like no, that's 100% up to them. They control who sees it and like like I said I've seen it because uh big crappy accounts that just steal from people have shown my videos and gotten millions of views but mine won't because it's not about the video it's about what their algorithm decides how many views you're gonna get and it's not based on the video it's based on you so you know I again um poor me I only made a huge amount of money on reels this year regardless but if you see a downtrend that will be why because i don't i i will continue doing reels but i i can't spend the amount of time that i do um you know like i said i need to concentrate on i, I basically my priorities um the reels were temporarily pretty high up in my priorities list and now they are very low on my priorities list, meaning I will still do them. But, you know, I, it's not going to be like it was. I'm not that concerned because I could I could uh, I could work extremely hard at it and make like 100 bucks a month. Or I could not even care and make about a hundred bucks a month. It's not really going to matter. So uh, again, that's where I'm at with that. And they might change it next month. Maybe they will realize. that The weird thing about Facebook is they never admit a mistake. So even if they realize this was completely not a good idea to do, they're not going to change it until the next bonus would be the earliest. They're not going to say, oh, we made a mistake. They're going to be like, no. Nah say nothing and uh, maybe change it next time. Maybe not. I mean, maybe next time they'll say you need a hundred trillion views. They'll they'll give me a penny (laughs) or something. They're like, wow, look at that. Or maybe they,
0: they uh, are hiring executives and like marketing people from the same place. Disney is hiring them from.
1: (laughs) Well, I heard, well, and, and you know, what makes me mad too about it, that they had all these big advertising spiels about, we want, your bonuses our creators need to be paid a consistent bonus that they can count on and i'm like you made commercials about this like bragging about the consistency of your bonuses and how you want to make it so people can you, you they they for the for the people who do this for a living they need consistency to live and make a living at it they were bragging about that and then they reduced it over i'm like wait a minute <clears throat> if they said nothing about it i guess you'd have no expectations but they literally are doing the opposite of what they said so again i really thought mark zuckerberg was my best friend and that he really <laughs> loved me and that he was concerned and he wants me to do well as a little nobody you know he really wants the 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 the, the poorers really need some money too you know, no, he,
0: he's he's really. it's cause you're not in the metaverse, that's why you're not creating and you know, your own like NFT Meta, whatever meta um metaverse icon. Well, so. I,
1: I, I didn't see <laughs> any, but I heard that that instead of paying the Reels people, they're spending money on advertisements against TikTok, and I heard they're terrible. Like they're not good advertisements either. They're just like really bad. And it's like so that's what they're doing they, they probably said ah oh, well instead of instead of rewarding people to make good reels let's just say make a an advertisement that says TikTok is dumb. don't don't go there so like, yeah. oh, all right that's good
0: that's I think the worst that's <laughs> the worst type of marketing to uh downplay your and bash your competition rather than actually offering people a reason to come to you you know that's a that's a big mistake to do that.
1: So anyway, it may change in the future. And like I said, I don't, I did not abandon my Instagram or anything, and I won't. But I bet there's a lot of people that will. That'll just be like f you and walk away. And maybe that's what they want. Maybe they want it cut back a bit. But like I said, I'm getting mostly views right now from my last. 30-day period, too. Like, that's my most successful. Like, my Splash Mountain from last week has been growing constantly. I get nothing for it, though. So, darn it. Oh, well, what are you going to do? Like, that's not included in this bonus period. But somehow, you know, I guess I do have control out of who sees it week later oh wait i don't i have no control at all yeah right
0: i mean about the only thing you could do is like repost it on this period like you had said uh over the last couple podcasts that you know occasionally you'll repost stuff and and because it's you know there's no incentive not to because of the (laughs) bonus
1: structure this one's up to two hundred and twelve thousand views it was not big at all during my bonus period and after my bonus period ended it's just taken off it's like wow that's great but again it does nothing for me and uh you know i do appreciate the views and i'm glad that i have them because it's good for the health in my account overall but yeah the the money part at least for now is not is not happening and again if they would have maybe doubled it even that i would have said is pretty extreme but at least you got a shot, you know, can I, can I double my things? Probably not, but it's not the most impossible thing. I could really work hard and try, but to 10 times them for the same (laughs) money. Ah, that's not really up to me. That is beyond anything I could do. That is 100% controlled by an algorithm who doesn't even think your own followers should see your stuff. Instead, they're like, Look what famous people are doing. Look at them instead. It's like, oh, God. Uh, So I don't, I'm not real happy with them right now. But what are you going to
0: do? I understand. How is the uh, TikTok done?
1: Well, I am up to 51,900 followers on TikTok. 1.6 million likes. Um. The other thing that I thought was interesting, I uh, they they count likes of hashtags too, and I copied my uh, CWDW hashtag from Instagram on some videos over the past many months, and uh, so they ended up in there, not on purpose. It was just one of those things. I usually just try to copy them because I don't like to do it all the time, and I think it said like my CWDW hashtag, which was one that I made up had like 8 million likes or something to it already. So I was like, wow, that's something.
0: Yeah, that is, that's
1: great. But yeah, maybe other people must have started using it or something. But
0: No, I think people probably like your stuff and they probably track you down by that hashtag. I, I think that's, that is the maximum, that is the best engagement. I, I've read before uh, in my marketing classes that I took, and um just in articles that if you can create a hashtag that trends like if you can create a hashtag that people actually follow and people actually look for that's like the greatest i mean that's the thing that's that's loyalty you know that's that's exactly what content creators need to uh, build a brand
1: yeah well i was gonna say i am always looking for ways to make money and uh I will continue to do so. So again, I don't ever give up because I did all this for free for like four or five years. So the fact that I got a chunk of money, at least temporarily, is pretty awesome. And again, I won't give up. But what I wish I could do was make it outside of these big companies, meaning... Uh, a deal with a travel agent, something like that, where I don't depend on Instagram's generosity for my money. I make it from something else and it is really hard to do, but I'll get there at some point. And TikTok, I think my creator fund, I'm up to $207. I got to get back into doing the sound stuff again. Like yeah. I, I made it to like 50 some euros on the one app and I, I haven't done it in a while. I need to get back to that. Cause that could be helpful too. Like my daughter for a while there was making real money just using sounds on TikTok. I don't necessarily understand it, but, and uh, like I said, I, I will continue. And uh, my account is up to 62,700 followers on uh, Instagram. Mm. It's getting big. I, yeah. I like that number. Oh, and my universal is up to 23,100 followers. That's a good thing too. Um, <laughs> to make myself feel better, I posted uh, a Hagrid's again th- this week and, and asked my uh, followers to please follow my Universal account. And with all the controversial news with Disney lately, I figured that's a good time to do that, to remind people. I also have a Universal account. If you're mad at Disney, you know, I, I have this one. So uh, I, I think it's working because I got a big following because I did have one person write to me and say that they're going to stop following me because they don't like Disney's political stuff I just let them know that I do not work for Disney I'm not paid by Disney I'm just a regular guy who posts things from the parks but they they were like well that's great but they still unfollowed so anyway thanks Disney for your non for your uh, <laughs> activism it, it might not hurt you <laughs> <laughs> little people yeah. now, now there's going to be people unfollowing me so you know it's like oh great
0: well my guess luckily is it hasn't
1: been that yeah. bad but i that's the first time i mentioned it because i haven't i don't remember that ever happening before
0: so. my guess is it's going to hurt them too eventually i think uh you know
1: we'll yeah, see nothing ever seems to really hurt him in the long run somehow but maybe eventually
0: Yeah, I don't know. I know uh, there was a period of time in the late 90s and early 2000s where they were really hurting because uh, people were very upset with some things they were doing. So it can happen, uh, and I'm sure it will after this wave of vacationing. The post-COVID bump, once that is over, um, we'll see what actually happens.
1: But So, yeah, that's about all I got to say about social media. So, again... Don't feel bad for me, I'm sure no nobody does, but it was fun while, while it lasted and it still may be corrected to something decent because again, $100 a month is not really worth me spending too much time on. If they would have doubled my thing and said, all right, now you might make 1500, I'd still be very much involved in trying my best to increase it. But at this rate, they've made the goals impossible and knocked everybody right out. I don't know who on earth would ever think. Imagine at work. If they, if they were like. If you could up your productivity by 10,000%. You'd be like what? <laughs> I, I, what am I? Oh my got superpowers? <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I just want to emphasize how. Like I've made reels. You're making reels every day. And then you're posting. Typically across. Two three, sometimes four different social media accounts, sometimes five, uh, social media accounts of your own that you, you own and manage. And you're doing daily content on reels, daily content on, um, your, your regular Instagram feed, uh, and sometimes on, uh, IGTV, um, and, and you're doing this stuff almost, you know, actually your reels and your other content on a daily basis across your cwdw and cuo accounts plus your TikToks. so i just think uh it, it's i understand it's got to be a killer the fact that um you know this is this is going on it's just not not going to be a payoff for you anymore
1: i can tell you i feel a lot less stressed right now though i feel pretty relaxed like oh, like before i was under uh, imagine for months and months being under constant pressure to come up With good reels to maintain this high level of viewership and bonuses and trying to get it more and more every month as much as you can. And that's where where I was at. And a lot of it was because I didn't know when it was going to end. So I, I wanted to do as much as I can that's a lot of constant pressure for months so right now like i haven't posted anything yet today and i will but normally i would have posted by like 8 a.m you got to get the first one out I, I do at least two reels every day for per account and uh, again i'll probably do like one like i'll post something and you know kind of like when my uni- universal resort one wasn't doing well I was probably posting like once a day just to keep it active i'm not gonna but when the reels were going and my viewership was up and everything's going good three times three posts a day usually two reels and a picture was the most common thing that i would do so but again yeah that's not that is not continuing right now because i have other work to do so my focus is going somewhere else right now
0: well, I'll say don't forget TikTok because a lot of big companies are now starting. And obviously, maybe this is a reaction to the fact that a lot of these big companies are going to TikTok now. Um, Disney's actually making announcements on TikTok now rather than uh, on uh, Instagram or Facebook. So, I mean, they're, the fact that they're using TikTok as their main social media account to make announcements like that now, that really... That's that's a big thing for TikTok, you know. Um, h- however, you feel about social media and and um, Disney's, uh, I guess, use of it, which I I have some thoughts on that too. Um, but I mean,
1: well, I've got a got lot almost, of these. <coughs> you
0: know, I
1: got almost it? fifty-two thousand on there, so you know, considering yeah. I, I'm 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 glad that I have that too. And like I said, I I should concentrate more on that. When the reels were going like they were, I was just posting on TikTok just something just so it doesn't die. Yeah. Now I should probably focus a little more on building that up again. I guess that'd be the smart thing.
0: Yeah. And uh, just taking, you know, look to emphasize what works for, you know, on there and continue down that path. But, uh, it's a confusing. The TikToks are confusing uh, social media uh, avenue just because of the way things do work and what doesn't work. It's hard to really figure that out. It's just weird, you know. Um, so uh, if you can figure that out, you, you're you're well on your way. Fifty two thousand uh, followers on TikTok is huge. That that's a big deal, right?
1: Now. Yeah, I was gonna say I did I did uh, a lot of. Uh... Yeah, yeah. I a lot of the big guys that I that I follow, I'm doing better than many of the top YouTubers for Disney and stuff on TikTok. I've got more followers and likes than they do. I might even be beating Mr. Tomorrow. I don't know. And his TikToks are great. He's he had so many viral ones, but I, I might even have more, more than him
0: yeah yeah he's and and you can see he's like really doing a lot of that stuff and a lot of it's based on what you've recommended for him to do you know so it's become more accessible to him i believe partially probably because of some of the advice you gave to him all right john uh, where can they find you online
1: you can find me at c.wdw on TikTok, tock instagram facebook c.w.d.w on YouTube and c.u.o on Instagram.
0: Um, you can find me at the giant rat t.h.e.e giant rat on Instagram and on TikTok. That should do it for this week. We will see you on the next one.